and welcome back to Witchfix. In the name of actually getting through my mammoth to read pile, which actually fell on my head earlier today, and that was not a fun experience, I have put aside my desire to play State of Decay for a while and decided to get on with some much overdue catching up on my reading. So to that end, this episode is a look at Coffin Hill, uh, volume one, which is a graphic novel about witches. And it is by Vertigo and authored by Caitlin Kittredge and Inaki Miranda. Um, there are so far three volumes out at the moment of collected issues. You can still buy all the issues separately um, in various places. But if you want, you can also buy the three volumes. I have the first volume at the moment, um, which is called Forest of the Night, and I bought it a while ago because it was really, really cheap on eBay, and I was buying up lots of different comic books to do with witches just for my own personal enjoyment, but I didn't particularly enjoy this one much on first reading. And then when I sort of looked for the other two volumes, just in the name of completeness, they were like quite expensive. They were coming up sort of £11, which was more than I wanted to pay for something that I wasn't really into that much um but i reread it today just to refresh it in my mind a little bit for this review and then happened to check ebay because i actually found myself enjoying it more on the second read through and then i found that the other volumes were like four pounds so i was like oh okay I'll, I'll buy those now so those are on the way can't wait to review those for you but just to crack into what this one is actually about so the blurb from the vertigo website is this Coffin Hill stars Eve Coffin, a rebellious teenage lowlife from a high society family with a curse that goes back to the Salem witch trials. Following a night of sex, drugs and witchcraft in the woods, Eve wakes up naked, covered in blood and unable to remember how she got there. One friend is missing, one is in a mental ward and one knows that Eve is responsible. After a stint as a Boston cop that ends in a bullet wound, an unintended celebrity, Eve returns to Coffin Hill, only to discover the darkness that she unleashed ten years ago in the woods was never contained. It continues to seep through the town, cursing the soul of this sleepy Massachusetts hollow, spilling secrets and enacting its revenge. The plot is basically what is introduced in the first volume. You get to meet Eve. There are quite a lot of flashbacks. It veers between the present which is 10 years on from the actual ritual that took place and obviously the past where Eve is a rebellious teenager. Um, I will say that on first reading it was quite confusing because sometimes the flashbacks occur like mid-page and it isn't always obvious um, because most of the characters look the same except for Eve herself that you've entered a flashback or that flashback things are happening and it's kind of hard to understand what is going on in those scenes. The basic gist of things is that Eve is from a, a family which left Salem and moved to Coffin Hill, uh, her family with the last name Coffin. They're quite rich socialites and she is a rebellious kind of slutty teenage goth who dabbles in black magic because she can and it's cool the same way that she dabbles in alcoholism and drug abuse. So she does this ritual with some of her friends and then wakes up not knowing what happened but something bad happened definitely and it's not until later when 10 years after the fact she's recovering from being shot in the head that she returns home and sees the impact that these dark forces continue to have on the town where she grew up and particularly the forest and it's basically a story about this evil that's tied to her family bloodline and how she unleashed it at 
versus how the rest of her family may have dealt with it previously. Um, not giving too much away, um, some stuff happens towards the end which kind of explains a little bit of that, but I was left very confused as to the nature of the bargain between the darkness and her family and whether it was something that they had bound to themselves and were therefore trying to control or something that was haunting them and therefore it was in control and I feel like maybe the uncertainty about that is intentional because you're not really sure if you're feeding this thing for power or if you're feeding it out of fear and it's just giving you power and it's sort of like a weird cycle. The actual book is quite good. The art style is similar. It reminds me of Outcast, which is uh, another comic book, but it has this kind of like realism style. There isn't a huge amount stylized about it, but it is very gothic and there's quite a lot of red and black and stuff going on in the art. Mostly in the past, the present is more kind of blue shades, which I found quite interesting. I think Eve looks very cool as a character. She has kind of a scar across one eye and the white of that eye is now black, which is kind of weird and kooky. Uh, I quite like the magic that they do in the book. You see Eve doing various things with like symbols and um, at one point she pulls out like a circle of salt and sits in it with a black candle and that's quite reminiscent of like Wicca and paganism and things that you would do with that. It has that kind of teenage wish fulfillment thing of, you know, she's sneaking out at night wearing short skirts and drinking whiskey in the woods with cool goth kids. So in that sense, she seems quite cool. There is quite a lot of gore and horror elements. Um, mainly, I think two serial killers or serial attackers are uncovered in the town over the course of the comic. Um, these people are people who prey on uh, are vulnerable people, so teenage girls and mental patients. Um, so I'm going to put trigger warnings in for just like exploitation in that sense. Also, there's quite a lot of gore, so be warned about the gore, and obviously teenage experimentation with drugs and sex and alcohol. Also, there's nudity. So uh, this might not be one for <laughs> quite young readers. I think if you're like a teenager, then that's probably fine. But yeah, you, you might want to watch that. It's quite a dynamic comic book. There's a lot of actual physical combat, uh, obviously, with the main character being a police officer. So you see like gunfights and various physical fights, but also backed up with magic which is quite cool and I quite like Eve because she comes off as kind of Lisbeth Salander, girl with the dragon tattoo, no nonsense, kind of like get out of my way and don't fuck with me or I'll stab you in the eye, which is quite nice in a, a main character and she has some flaws which make her like very human and quite sympathetic. So yeah, on second reading I definitely found the plot a lot easier to understand and I was a lot more like enjoying the plot a lot more as I was reading it. Uh, the first time I think maybe I just tried to read it too quickly or it wasn't quite what I was expecting and I got a bit confused. At the end of volume one there is a sort of flashback story to the childhood of Eve's mother. The story is called The Soul Unquiet Thing and to be honest I think that's probably where a lot of my problems with it came on my first reading because the main plot, like the main issues, had me thinking one way about what had actually happened in terms of the plot. The soul unquiet thing changed quite a lot of that and contradicted quite a lot of that in terms of what the, the dark presence actually wanted and what its purpose was and how the family had previously interacted with it. 
so I was maybe a bit ticked off by that perceived inconsistency I don't know if it is inconsistent or if it's just implying that maybe we don't know anything everything as the reader or that maybe Eve doesn't know everything right now she's sort of been lied to but it is quite interesting I think and that's definitely why I've purchased the next two volumes because I want to know and I want to find out and it's got quite a cliffhanger and I wanted to find out what happens next in terms of where I would rate this alongside other comic books and graphic novels that I've looked at about witches, this is probably, I would say black magic is definitely more staid and less weird in terms of this one. This is definitely very shock and awe, gory, um, more adolescent in the way that it's written and the way the characters are because they're all very emotional. I would say black magic is maybe a little bit more sophisticated, a bit more adult in terms of story and witchcraft um which is the single like run of three comics that i looked at previously i would say again that's slightly more sophisticated in terms of story but definitely has melodramatic leanings in the same way that this one does i would definitely say get volume one and see how you get on with it uh, volume one remains actually quite cheap you can buy it used on amazon or ebay as per uh, and i think you can buy like single issues um just for like a pound or something if you just wanted to buy like issue one and have a read of that i have yet to see it in any of my local like forbidden planet or anything but to be honest i, I don't know how recently i've been to them and maybe i just wasn't looking properly but um i don't know if this is something you'd be able to find there because they tend to go more for like the marvel and dc superhero type bent and you don't really get a lot of stuff that isn't that but definitely online you should be able to find it and it's an enjoyable one to add to your collection if you're looking for just stuff about witches. I am also looking into another series by Vertigo which hasn't come out in a collected edition yet but has quite a few issues out at the moment and that is called Hex Wives. And I love a pun and I love uh, some of the images that I've seen from it are like uh, 1950s housewives but with witch stuff so... I'm in love and I can't wait to get my hands on a collected edition of that. If you have read it, let me know how you feel about it. Same with Coffin Hill. Um, just let me know if, you're, if you've read it, if you haven't read it, if you hated it, if you loved it. What was your take? You can get in touch on Twitter, which is at Witchfix, or via email, which is witchfixpodcast at gmail.com. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.